Hi everyone, this is Sarah McFarlane from Inside Scientific, the online environment for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content that helps you do your best work. Today's episode of Expert Answers features Dr. Patricia Halpin. She joined us for the second webinar in a four-part series focused on current and emerging trends in science education, where she discussed how she harnesses technology to engage her physiology students in an online clinical pathophysiology course. Let's dive in. The first question here is from Roslyn. She's asked, what number of students do you typically have enrolled in your pathophysiology course and about what percentage are engaging asynchronously? Oh, thank you. Well, I'm lucky to have small classes, so I, I always put the cap at 20 and I always have 20. So it's filled every time and 100% are engaging. They really come ready to play and they're good. And like I said, this is mostly third year and fourth year students. So this is an elective for their major where they get to choose which ones they want. And they've been choosing it. That's awesome. And then she has a second part to that question. Has engagement improved in all groups with using LT or only in some, some groups of students? Yes, I think it has improved. And actually, my course evaluations have improved, too. So I don't know how other people have. I mean, they're usually pretty good, but they actually went even higher when I started offering this class, which, you know, I, th I know it's been mixed reviews when people went to as asynchronous courses, but it really hit. And again, it hit a need, I think, that we weren't not addressing and hopefully we'll continue to address with these, these types of offerings. Yeah, definitely. Our next question here is from Ruth. Ruth has asked, so LT is not associated with a textbook, if you can just like kind of. Correct. So I did not require a textbook due to cost and LT cost about 20% of what they would have been paying for a textbook. That's really their textbook. Okay. So it was optional for them to buy LT. No, they had to buy it. They had to buy it, but it was less than their textbook. A lot less. And so that's how they get the content and all those activities that they were doing and the video case studies are all in LT. Okay, fantastic. That's so great. in the place of a textbook. And it was less expensive. So that helped kind of eliminate some barriers there as well. And then you get 100% that are using it, which is we were not seeing that with the textbook. It was going down. Okay. Next question is from Marguerite. Marguerite has asked, we use LT for our physiology lab and lab quizzes. And the most feasible option is to make lab quizzes open book. What are your thoughts on making critical thinking exams open book? I think one of the big things that came up, especially during the pandemic, when we started putting more stuff online was cheating. And you can approach it two ways. You know, you can be super policing of them and penalize them, or you can design your questions. So really you are addressing the critical thinking component of it. And, which is what I do with the LT exams. I'm sorry, the pathophys exams. So they really can't cheat and they really can't Google it. And so if they, but I would also, if you're going to make it open book, say they still have to study, right? Because I think, and have it timed. And so that's one of the things as well. So it's not open for days on end. And so they do have to come prepared because I think they think if it's open book, it's going to be easier and they don't have to study and they can just look up the answer. But that's not always the case if you design your questions that way. Right. Yeah. Design them in a way that you can't just Google it or, you know, find it in a certain chapter in the book, but make it so that they really have to use the book to get the concept and then use the concept and apply it to the question. I think that's going to be really helpful for people. Mm -hmm. 
Awesome. Okay. Next question is from Rob. Rob has asked, do you give students any marks for the intro video? So these are the videos that you mentioned at the beginning. How do you track their reviews of other students' videos per your instructions? And if not, what is the incentive for them to contribute a video? Well, to use the word bonus. Mm. <laughs> so I do give them bonus points and I don't tell them how many. And again, at the end, you know, when you have these students that are on the borderline and if you get just a few points are going to push them up and they've done absolutely everything, then that would benefit them. And how do I track it? It's in the discussion board in Canvas. So you, I can, I go in every day and look to see, you know, who's posted already. And, and then, and that's an easy way to grade it. And you can grade it right in Canvas too. And it's fun to watch them. I like to watch them and I like to comment on them too. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I definitely would have posted something about my dog. So. Dogs are popular. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Awesome. Okay. Thanks for that question, Rob. Next question is for Bernard. Bernard has asked, objectively, students who use LT, do they perform better than students who do not? And do they get better grades? With the way that I've redesigned it, they're definitely doing better. And I've rarely seen someone fail. And the way, and the only reason that a student failed was they just stopped coming because they were having mental health issues with COVID and stuff like that. But otherwise, again, making some of those assignments low stakes, and they're really doing 95% of everything you're telling them to do. And so they're really engaging and, and the grades definitely have improved. I think no. giving them smaller things to do over the course of a week, they have a week to do it, helps them as well. For sure past webinar with Wendy Riggs, who I actually see online with us, she mentioned that COVID was a, a real struggle for a lot of students who had experienced in-person learning before, and that transitioning to online learning um, was a struggle for them because they were so used to sitting in lecture. So I can see how mental health barriers, for sure, especially at the beginning of COVID, would affect a lot of students. So it's awesome that if you give them more assignments that are lower stakes, they can still participate and still get good grades while also battling other things going on in their lives. That's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Cool. Have you ever used LT sensors for your work? No, I haven't. Okay. Someone was asking about the durability of sensors. So that's something that if you attend another session last week's first webinar, if you're interested in learning a little bit more about LT sensors and how those are used, you can watch the recording of that. Just looking through the questions here. Oh, can you um, expand on how long it took you to film those creative videos on Zoom with your two other colleagues? Just the time investment that it took? Oh, the drama Zooms? Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> the first one took forever <laughs> because for a really non-content oriented question. And when we had the four screens, the way each of us were seeing where each of us was, was different. And so, and one of those in particular, when we're doing steroid hormone signaling and we have to show that the steroid hormone goes through the membrane, you know, we had, if I was going like this, they said, no, 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 you have to go like this. So, that, and also obviously we'd start laughing because it was pretty funny. It's hard <laughs> to just, stay serious. And and we do laugh during them, and the students really like that. They they're like, oh my gosh, you guys were so funny. <laughs> but um, which 
you know, that's good too. And, but so that took several takes. And then, I've, and so any types of props we were using, as we know, when you go in and out of the screen, that took, that took a few trial and errors to get us. So the first one definitely took a really long time. And by the time we got to the last one, we had it down. So, but we met every week for an hour and, you know, it was just a fun way for us to get together and focus on it. And, and now if we make more, obviously it's going to be really quick. And we did have someone design the graphics for us, which was wonderful because oh, that awesome. wasn't in our area of expertise. But yeah, the, the first one, definitely a long time. But then as we got into it and we made a script, we also made a script. And so, and we would edit that. So we knew what we were doing. We weren't just winging it because again, we were trying to keep them short. Yeah. And it's an upfront load of work for sure. But once you put in that work, the, those videos will live on forever. So you can use them over and over again. Yeah, because it's classic information. And again, we used it at freshman, sophomore level, the junior, senior level and the med school level. And they were all the same once. So you're right. It's classic information that either they're getting for the first time or they're getting for the second time or, you know, in medical school, you hope they know it, but maybe they need a refresher. Yeah. And good resources for refreshers for sure. Awesome. We have another question here from Holly. Holly has asked, did your LT lessons also discuss the disease slash disorder that was in the case study or are the LT lessons more background knowledge? It depended. It depended on the lessons. You know, so some of them had had information on diabetes and the difference between type one and type two. So that one in particular, they did have specific ones, but then some of them didn't. And so they really had to rely on the case study. But the nice thing about the ones that LT did have that information, diabetes is the great example. And then going to that Carol Campbell one where here she was an adult diagnosed with type one. And then again, that's why I picked it because most of the time you think that it's people, younger people being diagnosed from really early age. So mm -hmm. everything was built and reinforced each other, which was nice. Yeah, that's really awesome. And then your quizzes and everything that you designed for your labs and whatnot, were those also done in LT? The quizzes were in Canvas. Okay. Okay. And that was for simplification of grading. So all their grades would stay in Canvas. Within so I didn't one. do any grading in LT. Yeah. Okay. But they do have the option, I think, to do Yes. To do quizzes you could do there. quizzes. You could do, well, the lessons that I had in there, those could have been graded. Okay. And you can do your exams in LT too. hope you enjoyed this episode of Expert Answers and that you'll tune in to future episodes where researchers just like you answer questions about their work, offer tips, tricks, and best practices, but most of all, share science. Don't forget to subscribe.